Hello to all friends and fans of the pulp, paper and bioproducts industries. Welcome to our exciting Spectrum podcast, where we will be talking about the importance of cybersecurity in the pulp and paper industry, a very important subject. I am Mark Rushton, and I will be your host. The pulp and paper industry has come a long way when it comes to digitization of technology and processes. In fact, for decades, both industries have been collecting data on many processes and activities as it has become clear that the automated measuring and managing of information is crucial for an efficient manufacturing operation. However, with the benefits also come the risks. In this case, the real-world risk of cyber attacks. And yes, they happen, even in the pulp and paper industry. Fortunately, there are solutions to this growing challenge. So today we are delighted to bring you two experts who know all there is to know about cybersecurity in the pulp and paper industry. So welcome Daniel Bren, CEO of Otorio. Daniel, a reserve brigadier general, is the former cyber defense commander for the Israeli government. And we're also delighted to welcome Tatu Limatainen, head of OT cybersecurity from Andritz. Thanks for joining us, gentlemen. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Thanks. Excellent. Okay, so let's go to the first question. Um, can you tell us what sort of issues pulp and paper manufacturers are facing when it comes to cyber security? And Tatu, let's start with you. I would say that the pulp and paper customers are struggling with the same issues as, as the manufacturers like Andritz are struggling. So most of the customers are in a phase where they have an understanding and maybe even visibility, but lacking in capabilities to handle the uh, production environment cybersecurity. So there's a lack of resources and, and to manage the OT assets, and then maybe the IT is trying to cover that, that part, but its uh, IT systems are not really suitable for operational technology environments. Okay. Thank you very much, Tatu. Um, Daniel, any comments to make on this? Yeah, I would like to approach that a little bit from a complementary angle. So first of all, uh, it took a lot of years for this industry to understand that they really are facing with, with cybersecurity threats and risks in the operational environments. Um, and, and addressing cyber threats in these environments differentiates both from threat actors and um, geographies and verticals. But let's take an example that is uh, to the pulp and paper industry. Uh, most mills produce also energy as part of their processes, and this introduces another level of risk to the business, both by cyber criminals groups, but also nation state actors and their proxies. So, especially if you are located in a geopolitical conflict area, you might find yourself uh, addressed both by cyber criminal groups and, uh, and, and this understanding of what are the threats uh, that a, a pulp and paper uh, mill has uh, is something that today they are starting to realize, but they lack the deep domain knowledge how to identify and, of course, protect themselves from those type of uh, risks. Okay, this sounds like, uh, like, like really serious stuff. So can you give us an idea of what could happen in the worst scenario when there is a cyber attack at a mill? For instance, how long could a mill be out after a cyber attack? 
So uh, depends on the level of damage. I would say that uh, if the the damage will be just a a IT slash uh, IoT component like an engineering station, then it could be days to to uh, two weeks. But if it will damage uh, very uh, expensive machinery like recovery boilers or some other uh, expensive machinery that needs to be replaced, then it might take months uh, until they recover to they get back to full oper- operational. Yeah, again, pretty serious. Tatu, any comments to make here? I, I would go a little bit even further than what Danny is saying, risk to the equipment and production. I think there would be a serious health and safety implications also possible. And this is what Gardner has, has predicted, that we will see some cyber-physical attacks by 25, 2025. And this, this, if you are in a pulp and paper industry and, and you are uh, doing these hazards and hazard and risk analysis, then you understand that all those risks can be achieved also from digital vector or cyber vector. And, and those risks, risks are equal to cyber risks. Okay, excellent. Thank you, Tatu, for that. Danny, over to you. Why has Andritz chosen Otorio as a partner? Can you tell us about the company and how it works with Andritz? Yes, of course. I can offer my personal take on that. So a little bit more than six years ago, Dr. Wolfgang Leiter, who was back then the CEO of Andritz and his uh, colleagues, have looked for a cybersecurity uh, company that can support them. According to what I understood, uh, they didn't find uh, a suitable company. They found a lot of niche technologies, but nothing that will support their A to Z digitalization uh, vision. So, so by accident, Dr. Wolfgang Leiter, myself, and my uh, co-founder, Yair, have met and started discussing that with the Android CDO, uh, Mr. Klaus Glatz. Now, uh, Having said that, there wasn't any company back then, so we decided to go and um, start a company as a joint venture between the two teams, the Andritz team and the authority team. I think that Andritz, being an industry leader with a clear vision of digitalization, as I said, from A to Z, and back then a vision to support autonomous operations, uh, was a compelling partner for us to start and jointly develop an industry leading uh, operational cybersecurity protection platform. Our knowledge uh, comes from uh, decades of uh, mission critical defense and protection with the joint military for the state of Israel and the Israeli government, as you mentioned. And and together we we started developing and and got to a place where we have today a leading solution. Now, five years later, this joint venture provides, in our case, the forestry industry a market-bidding uh, solution that basically, first of all, complies to all the recent regulations, but uh, provides ongoing protection or digitalization protection uh, for uh, autonomous and digital operations that identify and mitigates proactively the threat landscape. I would say that uh, this is a very successful cooperation between a traditional 170 years old um, machinery builder and automation provider and a cybersecurity expert. 
Excellent. Thank you for that answer, Daniel. So, so there's a bit of history there as well as all the uh, technology coming together. Excellent. Thank you for that. So what is involved in making a production plant safe using a combination of Andritz and Otorio's expertise? Tatu. I would like to emphasize that making a production plant safe needs trained people and cybersecurity processes and correct tools. So, so for this, Andritz has created a cybersecurity organization and, and continuously develops the training of the automation people to do the cybersecurity deliveries and, and solutions. Gage's focus in Andritzite is really to build cybersecurity as a part of uh, developed solutions and deliveries, not just something that we bolt on as an as a extra part or extra process. And, and this, is, this is where Autorio comes in play, that Autorio will provide us uh, good tools to manage these cybersecurity issues, like, like the spot, which is giving us a digital fingerprint of every delivery, and, and, and then helping us uh, reducing the cyber risk. Danny, any comments to make there? So I, I would just add one additional uh, important topic to, to, to what Tatu has, has mentioned. We need to understand that, again, in, in all process industries, but specifically in the pulp and paper industry, you need to support two types of practitioners. You have the maintenance teams, the operational teams that are on site in the mill themselves, and you have the cybersecurity experts that are uh, that are involved in the risk identification and risk mitigation and and the, the entire digitalization uh, protection processes, as Tatu has mentioned. So uh, a key element that uh, Otorio has developed with this unique partnership with Android is to support with one platform, one solution, in a very intuitive way, both practitioners that enable them to cooperate and, and not only with delivery of the new machineries, but also in the own way cooperation that then can together identify and risk uh, and, and, and mitigate the risks associated with the operation. And just as an example, uh, one of the global pulp and paper producers have implemented our solution together with Andrew, so Andrew and us implemented that in their one of their leading meals, and the one of the main surprising outcomes was the maintenance team says, "Hey, we understand that, and we can operate that on the daily basis." So I think this is this is one of the unique value propositions that this cooperation brought, and 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 um, and this is also very important when uh, you try to make a production plan safe. I would, I would like to say that it, it is a process, really, that we need to build up with the customers. So the customers are facing the same problem. They need to have the process in place, and then once they understand and, and have the tools, then we are in a good collaboration with our customers and, and can provide us services, services and tools from hundreds and authority. Excellent. Thank you for those answers. So can you give us any examples of this technology, the cybersecurity technology, actually in action? Okay, thanks. That's a good question. We have have installed, uh, for example, Spot, which is our FAT and SAT testing tool globally, and so it's it's used for used in every business area and and available for every business area, and it creates that digital fingerprint of of fifty two mills now about hundred system delivered. So so that digital fingerprint will enable us not only to 
kind of a give the customer the hardening reports and, and, and a hardening status and make sure that our deliveries are secure. But we can continuously check that if there's an, any new vulnerabilities emerging to these systems, then we can alert the customer and, and sell, sell this also as a service to customers. So, so that would be a spot use case. Then, then for sure, we have a run square, which is more, more on the continuous monitoring, having a constant access to site, machine-to-machine access to site. So monitoring 24-7 the environment and, and giving you indication of compromise and, and having this extra kind of a, what we call uh, kind of expert cybersecurity services that customer can buy from us. And, and lastly, but not least, we have a remote installed also globally, and, and that's available for pulp and paper under its, under its IT, shoe and metal. So, so everybody can also utilize that for remote user access. Excellent. Thank you very much. So how easy is it to actually implement and operate? And uh, what protection does it offer? I think the ease of use have been the common goal with, with when we are developing these together with authorities in a partnership. So, so really, we need to have the automation persons able to be able to implement the cybersecurity measures needed on the project deliveries. We cannot bring external cybersecurity experts that are not part of the project. project. So, so that's why we have been installing, for example, this Spot Edge tool to all the cybersecurity engineers' lab, hundreds lab stocks. So they can run the uh, security testing in the FATS and in, at the sites and do the audits. And, and, and I think it tells about the ease of use that everybody can use it, use the tools when installed on those machines. So I think one other example is that about the ease of use is the remote D. So, so typically setting up a user accounts on, on these sub supply accounts, in fact, which are not hundreds of people, is complicated because you need to have a hundreds identity as part of kind of per policy, but with remote when it's it's using using Azure AD as authentication source, we can invite the people easily, and, and it's about five minutes to really get those users and arrange the access to needed sites, and, and it's a cybersecure solution utilizing multi-factor authentication and all the necessary cybersecurity features. Okay, excellent. Thank you, Tatu, for that. So uh, we're coming to the end. Uh, what, what does Andritz plan to do in the future with its automation products when it comes to cybersecurity? Tato, we'll stay with you. Okay, so, so for sure, the products we will continue developing with Autorio, so, so enhancing the products all the time and, and making sure that all the use cases that we have, Autorio products will, will fulfill in a kind of a short term we have a also very important topic about the certification for IEC 62443 2-4 and 4-1 for the maturity level 2 so that is uh, that is something that we will need to have implemented by end of the november this year and the tight schedule is, is that in a kind of a midterm we will have a, a eu legislation like uh, uh, this uh, NIST 2 and uh, Cyber Resilience Act uh, coming in force in, in, in October uh, 2024. So we really need to be able to have a, a 
all our solutions and services in a such a level that it, it will fulfill the legislation requirements in the EU and, and also coming from other areas than EU. And I think the long-term goal for sure is that we will have a competitive edge on, on our cybersecurity. So it, it will, the customer will trust us as a premium partner and, and we can offer our own cybersecurity products and services to, to customers. Excellent. Uh, Daniel, any final comments from you? So being a joint venture with Andrits, and of course not Andrits uh, per se, I would say that I see also a very interesting journey that Andrits is developing in providing digitalization uh, uh, services, platforms, and solutions. Like, as I mentioned at the beginning, going towards the autonomous meal and, and the cybersecurity package will be a uh, embedded, integrated part of of. Uh, of this when when a customer will start consuming digitalization uh, on top of the machinery and automation levels that Enrich have been providing uh, with expertise over the last 170 years. Excellent. Thank you very much. So um, in conclusion, uh, digitalization along with IoT has transformed the relatively old-fashioned pulp and paper mills into cutting-edge, state-of-the-art manufacturing facilities. But because of this, the industry is now exposed to the modern and serious risk of cyber attacks. It should really give confidence to pulp and paper makers that companies like Andritz and its partner, Autorio, have been ahead of the game on this really important issue. Should any of our valued listeners wish to find out more, please feel free to visit our website. You can find the link in the show notes of this episode. But this was an excellent discussion, and I'd like to thank our experts, Daniel and Tatu, for sharing your deep knowledge. Thank you very much, and goodbye. Thank you, Mark. Goodbye. Thank you, Mark.